worthy of your praise. Pastor Moore is coming. No doubt about it on this Wednesday night that we're in the place of the chain breakers in the house. We can respond to that or not, but it don't change the facts. There's going to be those that's going to make heaven their destination because they took him at his word. And even when they found themselves and when every other man had failed them, and whatever they had tried to use a man to bring deliverance into their lives just simply couldn't do it. But thank God for men that we have in the, written in the word of God like the lunatic. That's a witness to you and I. Amen. That this Jesus Christ is the one when you come running to him. When you really get sick and tired of that old path. And trying to fill up a hole that you can't fill up. Trying to satisfy a passion that it just is impossible. The only one that can satisfy you and I on this Wednesday night is none other but Jesus Christ. And that's through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And without that baptism of the Holy Ghost, there's no satisfying in Jesus Christ. Amen. It's just a lyric. It's just a story. It's just a song. Until he becomes a man and fills you with the Holy Ghost. And you can call him Lord and Savior through the unction, the power of the Holy Ghost. You really don't have a clue what you're talking about. But once you're ever introduced to it and you feel it and experience it, I'm telling you there's nothing like it. The world don't have anything. The devil don't have anything. There's not a drug. Amen. There's not an alcohol. There's not a, a, a pulling of the world, the lust of the world, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Amen. There's nothing out there, amen, that can take the place of it. You can have all the money in the world, but it won't buy what you, you can find in Jesus Christ. That's the reason the pauper can come. That's the reason the poor can come. But those can come, amen, with great riches, and they'll find out, my money couldn't buy this. My silver gold couldn't buy this. My position couldn't purchase this. Hallelujah. I've never felt nothing like I'm feeling here, regardless of what kind of courtrooms I've ever been in, whatever kind of judgments I've made over people, what kind of athletic achievements I've made and won the games and won the world series. I'll tell he still trumps every bit of it. He still trumps every bit of it. Hallelujah. There's no greater feeling. Hallelujah. There's no greater substance. Amen. In the prayer and the power and the presence of God in our midst. Praise God. Praise God. It's good to see everybody on this Wednesday night. Appreciate you coming. Always on Wednesday nights. God bless you. Putting that effort and energy and dis discipline into yourselves to come. Some sick among us, let's pray for them. Titus 2 and 9 and 10. Titus 2, 9 and 10. I wasn't planning on spending this whole service on these particular two verses, but when I got to looking at the term servant, amen, servants, amen, I'm telling you, it kind of blew my mind. And um, I want to be a servant of Jesus Christ. I want to be a servant of Jesus Christ in all the areas of my life. Amen. I want to handle every area of my life as a servant of Jesus Christ. Not as a servant of men, not as a servant to myself, not a servant to my family. Amen. Understand what I'm fixing to say there. But I want to handle every situation as a servant of Jesus Christ. Amen. It would be more than, and thank God, the Proverbs taught us a good name is better than great riches. And I want to keep a good name. I want to keep the more name as, as good as we can. Amen. But I'm going to tell you what, there's one greater than the more name, the name called Jesus. And I want to bear the responsibility responsibility, amen, of that name. Wherever we go, whatever we become encountered in, whatever we become drawn into, or whatever it, the situation may be, that by the help of God, by the help of the Holy Ghost, that we can, from, from even this night forward, with purpose in our hearts, our minds, and spirit, in all conversations, in all actions, amen, that that name, that name, and a servant to that name, and a servant to him, would dominate us, and rule us, and overpower us. Because I'm telling you, when we walk in that dimension on a daily basis, they won't have no choice but to come and I'm telling you we're living in a generation we're living in an hour and the spirit of iniquity is working so rapid and so hard if you and I don't stay there and get him there amen we won't win any of them but if we'll get there that's the only thing that's going to pull them out that's the only thing that's going to bring them out we got to persuade them and let them know we got something greater than what they're entertaining and what they're caught up in there's something that flows out of us amen on a regular basis by, by God not by us but by God it's his servants and it's his vessels. So it goes like this. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters. 
There's a lot more said there than what you realize when you start looking at the scriptures. In fact, servants here, if you do a study on that particular term, servants, almost every one of them, the first word that will come out of that is almost offensive in our day and time, but I'm going to say it, and that's to be a slave. Slaves. Have you ever considered yourself a slave to Jesus Christ? I haven't either, probably. Not in that manner. But neither have I considered myself a prisoner like Paul considered himself as a prisoner of Jesus Christ. But could it be the question is because I've never really crossed that line. Amen. That I'm, 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 I'm sold out. I'm a slave to Jesus Christ. Whatever he beckons, whatever he calls on, and whatever sacrifices I've got to make. Inwardly and outwardly. I'm willing to pay the price. And I'm going to do it without mumbling. And I'm going to do it without complaining. And I'm not going look over at my brother and sister and see what they're doing. No, he called on me to do it. It don't matter if anybody or nobody else is doing it or not. I'm doing this as unto Jesus Christ and the representation of this power and glory that works within us. That's what's got to happen. And to please them well in all things. Not answering again. That means simply talking about don't talk back. When's the last time you was, you know, told to do something by your boss, by your wife, by your dad, by your husband? Hmm. You didn't say nothing. You didn't talk back. I'm going to do it. You didn't mumble. You didn't complain. You just went and, went and done it. This, this thing's going to be more than what you think. Not prolonging. Prolonging here is another term. The only time it's used in the King James Version period. Prolonging. It's another term that's associated and ties well in with slaves. Study it out if you don't believe me. I'm not being offensive. All these folks that run around here are so worried about that term. You're a slave to something, baby. I'll tell you right now. You're a servant to something. It may be your own ideas and opinions, but you're a servant to it. Everybody is. So you choose. Thank God we get to choose. Not prolonging, but showing all good fidelity means being worthy of, of trust. That they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in some things. Just on Sunday mornings, just occasionally, just when I'm at church or when I'm with the youth group. No, in all, all. That doesn't matter if that means if I'm deer hunting, if I'm fishing, if I'm shopping, if I'm working, if I'm, in, if I'm at the house with my kids, if I'm whatever I'm doing, all things, at all times, in all places. I'll tell you what, some of this is really beginning to eat me up. I got to be a Christian, it don't matter where I'm at. I got to be a testimony and be the testimony that God wants me to be. And those things, I'm going to tell you something, those as much, much as important, amen, as when I'm out in the wide open and when everybody's observing, when everybody's looking, because we're doing this for God, not for ourselves. We're doing this as a temple of the Holy Ghost. We're doing this as vessels of Jesus Christ. We're walking in His likeness. We're walking as His examples. And you know what? This is the only thing that's going to keep lust from burning in your spirit and lust from over-captivating your mind and lust, amen, robbing you of your soul and lust robbing you of your inheritance and lust overpowering you. I'm telling you, lust is on the warpath. I know it's Wednesday night. You can be seated. Lord bless you. It's Wednesday night. I know it's Wednesday night. (laughs) But at the same time, if we're not careful, this becomes mundane to us. It becomes just like the song that we just sung. Everybody in here can really testify. If you ever, if you got the Holy Ghost, you can testify. Of his deliverance, of his saving power. Amen. What's available to us? What's, what was available to us already here tonight? To experience and to, you know. 
we, 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 we thank God for special services and great speakers and all this other, and I'm far at 110%. But I don't wait on those times. Man, my God can do it right here. Just that quick. Somebody can be healed of the cancer. Just that quick. As fast as you can say, Jesus! So, as, as we go into this, we begin to break it down, begin to look at some things. And we'll talk about servants. One thing that got my attention pretty quick, I got where I, I do this, it's pretty easy on a, my computer, the PC program I've got. Thank God for it. And y'all pray that God will, as long as I'm living and have in the ministry, God will let that PC program work. Brother Josh told me, he says, I don't see how in, this, how in the world this computer is still working. He did say one, one thing, though. He said, it's not hooked to the Internet. If you want to survive in this thing, buddy, you got to keep disconnected from some things and connected some to others. That's the only way you're going to win this race. It's the only way you're going to win this battle. you got a purpose in your own mind and heart and spirit. There's some things I'm not going to eat. There's same things I'm not going to ingest. There's some, some parties I'm not going to. There's some associations I'm not getting involved in. There's some conversations I'm not going to get caught up in it. I'm not going to be lured into it. I'll have no part of it. Amen. So, as you look at the term alone, servant or servants. Servant in your King James Version is, is 490 one times. Servants is 480 times. So when you put them two together, servant or servants is 971 times in your King James Version Bible. You know what? That ought to make us sit up and say, you know what? Maybe I ought to take a, pay a little attention to this word. <laughs> Amen. Being a servant's or a servant, maybe I need to kind of look at this. And there's no way we're going to cover all of these 971 verses tonight. Praise God. Man, we're just going to brush them and just and, and, and touch in a few areas. I've only got three pages on purpose tonight. I said, hey, I'm not going to be lengthy with them. I'm on a, man, they done had a busy week. Some's been here Monday night. Some were here last night. Some's here tonight. Some of you's going to be back Friday night. And I'm not using that for excuse, but I, I'm, come on, at the same time, I'm not, I'm not crazy either. Amen. I don't have some glorified flesh. And man, so you know what? I'd rather give you about 30 minutes you can handle and rejoice and get something out of it and give you an hour, an hour and a half of it. And you go home mad and forget everything because you're so mad you forgot all of it and you aggravate it. And you don't get, you don't get nice, pretty little birthday cards from little, little girls. Amen. When you do that. I got one tonight. Sister Jaylee blessed me as I come in and give me her, her own handwritten, painted, amen, birthday card. You can't beat that. Amen. Praise God. She told me I was the best pastor ever. She told me I. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. God bless her heart. Thank you, Jaylee. God bless you, baby. I didn't say that to embarrass you either, but it was just a good time, good place to do it. Amen. So as we look at this and we begin to take note, and, and actually I'm going to go to 2 Kings. I'm going to use um, the 4th, 5th chapter, a few chapters right there that deals with um, actually about three servants in a way. And uh, it does. Amen. And one thing, would you start to look at this? And let me just say this a little bit. And then it, it, the, the New Testament scriptures that I bring out will help, help impact this or prove what I'm fixing to say here. Uh, from all accounts, most if not all of the, uh, the born-again Christians in the New Testament church that Paul's writing to, that Peter's writing to, amen, and others wrote unto them. Every one of them was in some sort or form or manner of subordinate or in, even in a slave condition. Hmm. Okay. It may not have been as much as what we, what we think because of our history and things of that nature. But it's, you can't, you, as you watch these scriptures and they say, uh, and I'm going to tell you something. The writings of the scripture expects us, regardless if we're the slave or the master, 
scriptures is going to be real plain tonight and what's expected to us in those conditions. Okay? Because here's, you know why I'm saying that? Because we're living in a world today that thinks because you get strung out and get, you know, certain elements in your body and certain, you come out of certain places and things of that nature, you're not expected any better out of you. I'm going to tell you something. When you get the Holy Ghost, I don't care where you come from. I don't care who you are. Amen. With the help of the Holy Ghost and the power of the Holy Ghost, it will straighten you up. It will lead and guide you into all righteousness. It will drive out all the evilness. It will drive out all the bitterness. It will drive out all the hurt. Come on. We sung it tonight already. Amen. This Holy Ghost don't do a halfway job, a nonchalant job. Now, we can hang on to beggar elements and we can hang on to this and, and oh, hang on to all these per things and all this other junk. And I know divorces and I know uh, things of broken homes and broken lives and I know coming out of certain houses and, and being raised in certain ways has its effect but I also see too many times where God pulls them out of the miry clay the miry clay is the miry clay sin is sin hallelujah and I'm telling you it'll mess you up but when God delivers us when God brings us out of that he expects us to become the servants of God and with his help and with his grace and with his mercy and that's what this next verse and next week hopefully amen by his grace it appeared all to unmen and that grace is here to lead us what to godliness grace God's Grace isn't here to give us a license to sin. It didn't give us a license, amen, to paticate, amen, with serpents and paticate with bad spirits and bad attitudes and things. No, amen. I'm talking this to us as an individual. Who in this house wouldn't want to be liberated? Who in this house wouldn't want to be set free? Who in this house wouldn't want to be set free of every, every difficult, every problem, every bad attitude, every bad spirit, everything that tends to you, everything that tends to you to be the, who God, what God wants you to be? Who wouldn't want that? And I'm telling you, if you want it, and if I want it, and we ask for it, God will give it to us. Man, I'm telling you, God's in the delivering and healing and, and liberty, amen, of setting us free. We're the most liberated people on the face of the earth. Hallelujah. We need to be the envy of the world. They want to talk about being set free and all this other. They want to act like we're in bondage. No, they're the ones that's in bondage. They don't know what color the color of the hair. They don't know if they want to be a boy or a girl. They don't know which one direction they want to go in. We know who we want to be. We know who we want to serve. We know who we want to worship. We know how to worship Him. We know where we're going. We know where we're going. We know where we're going. Hallelujah. We got to win. We got to win. On this earth and in heaven, we got to win. We're not losers in this earth. Get over that. Get over this attitude and spirit that you don't get to go to the worldly events. That you don't get to have a good time and a fun time. Everybody in this house tonight can get totally drunk. You can leave this house with a high like you ain't never experienced. <laughs> well, preacher, I'm just too tired. You get enough of this injected in you all of a sudden, son. I mean, come on. He can make hundred-year-old men to get married again and have a bunch of kids. That's in the Bible, baby. That's the same God. Don't tell me my God can't do it. I'm telling you, God can. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> I may be 64, but I'm not going to act like I'm 64. Amen. Hallelujah. God's help and God's anointing. I'm not going to do that. Amen. I took advice from Brother Randy Burnham. His doctor told him to start doing 30 squats a day. Why should I wait till I'm 68 or 9 or wherever, somewhere in that ballpark? No, I went out. I got started ahead of time, man. Hallelujah. I started doing them ahead of time, and it's showing up. But you know what? If I can do that in the physical... What in the world can we do in the spiritual realm? Hallelujah. We can just act like, no, nah, well, we just a little country church on the side of the road. And we can't do this and we can't do that. We don't have the money to go there. I beg the difference with you. God will take you anywhere you get ready to go. If you're ready to go, if you're ready to be a servant. But that's the deal. You and I got to make up in our minds and our hearts and in our spirit. I'm going to be a servant of Jesus Christ. And whatever the cost is, I'm willing to make the sacrifice. And you're not too young to make that sacrifice. And you're not too young to defend yourself. You don't have to walk in the way of the world. You can live over the joys of the church. You know what? Shame on us. When we live this life and walk outside these doors and even here. Act like we don't ever have no joy living for God. How in the world do you think you're going to win anybody? When you let them out talk you. When you let them try to out-party you. 
You need to tell them cats you ought to come go to church with us if you want to party. If you want to dance. If you want to worship. Because all they know is dead board churches. Amen. The hands of a pamphlet. Got a little program to go through and let's get them out of here. Herd them in like a few cows. Lay them, set them out there and then let them go. We're here to have church. On a Wednesday night just like this, a miracle can take place. On a Wednesday night just like this, because we're servants of God and because God will show up. And when God shows up, how can you stop him from manifesting himself and declare himself? Hallelujah. Move inside our hearts, our minds, and our spirits to give us the victory that we need to win the battle. Battles are set before us. We got to have our minds made up tonight. I'm getting too sidetracked. Let me. So as we begin to look at some of the servants. One of the areas I wanted to look at. To help us understand some of this. Bondmanship. Being put into slavery. When you go to 2 Kings the 4th chapter. Go to read there. Amen. And I'm going to use right here. Just these few. I gave you the numbers of the, of the scriptures and the servants and how much we could have went to. But we're going to limit it. We're just going to have just a few here to just give us a little idea, amen, about servants. But there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, talking about her husband, is dead. Thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditors is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondsmen. So they, they could do this in the, this time and area. If he owed a debt and they didn't have a means of paying it, and they would come and get the boys. And they would go to work until that that they owed to until that debt was paid. Ever how long it took. And so here she is facing this situation. The passing of her husband. Now you know the story how that this, this maid, this widow came to Elijah. And you know how that he spoke to her what's in her house and how she sold it. And so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just relating this to you. Amen. To give you a little idea. Let you know that these things actually happen. And so even when we go into the New Testament, you're going to see some, some likeness to the same things as the words that are written to individuals finding themselves in positions and places. Amen. That they may not really like them. Hallelujah. But God, and even after filling them with the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, they had to be content to stay where they was at. Amen. And be the servant of God that God had called them to be. Amen. Everybody is not going to have, amen, the same positions and the same places and the same talents and the things of this nature hallelujah but you you and but everybody can find them a place in this kingdom and in the service of God amen to be pleasing to the head and find some satisfaction and find some comfort and some assurance that I'm a part of this I don't want to hear anybody else saying well I don't feel to be a part of the church the only reason you're not a part of the church you're the only one is detaching yourself from the church and from the body the head nor the pastor nor anyone else in this building is already Cut, ain't arrested cutting anybody off. Ain't arrested in men cutting anybody out. I'm interested in letting whoever, amen, to join in and join in in worshiping and magnifying and getting involved in doing something in the kingdom of God. But the real key is you've got to become a servant, not to self, but to God and to the, the, to the body, to edify the body and serve it in the powers and riches of His glory. There is some things that you and I must sacrifice to see that happen and take place you know we, we, we're battling against the spirit that's in our nation that people just want things handed to them COVID's helped that become worse that's maybe not always good I mean bad okay let me ask you how many of your ladies ever dreamed that five years ago that you'd be able to call Walmart. Or you don't even have to call them, I don't think. You can just get on your phone and my wife does it, Sister Brooke does it, and puts, you know, they make the list up. Say, hey, you need anything? We're making a list up. Man, they don't even have to go into Walmart. All they gotta do is pull up there and pull around in a certain place that got them. And, hey, man, they done went in there and picked it all out for them, got it, brought it out there, and man, just load it up. You don't have to give them no money. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> well, I'm sure somebody paid them somehow, but amen, just pull up there and you know, open up the back. And if you don't want to, you don't even have to get out. And you can stay on your phone. You don't even have to speak to them. You know, I mean, you can go in your pajamas and you can just do whatever. Hallelujah. Praise God that you can open up the back, stack it up in there and, and all that good stuff. And hallelujah. And, you know, so, so that, that, that spirit has really got a hold of us. Amen. Because there's a lot of that that's going on. We like these just drive through. We don't want to get out and go in. We want to drive by, throw it in the window. We're going to eat and snack on the way because we don't have time. Amen. We, gotta, we, don't, we don't have time for a lot of things. But I'll tell you, to become when we unite, decide, you know, I'm going to be a servant of Jesus. Hallelujah. Wherever I'm at, whatever I'm doing. You know what? It doesn't matter who, who serves me. If I go by McDonald's or Burger King, I'm going to smile, man. I, I don't care how bad my day's going. I don't care what it looks like. I'm going to look at them. I'm going to smile. And I saw some of them. They, they don't say thank you. They don't say nothing. Hallelujah. I tell them thank you anyway. Hallelujah. Because you know what? You're not going to impress me to be like you. I'm going to impress you to be like me. Because I'm going to be like Christ. You ask me, who do you want to be like? You want to be like Jesus Christ? Or you want to be like some rock star? Or you want to be like some Hollywood guy? Or you want to be some worldly guy? No, I want to be like Jesus Christ. I want to be the love of God. I want to walk in his likeness and kindness. I want them, amen, when we leave there. Hey, 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 there's something about them. They got something. There's something in them. There's something flowing out of them. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be, I'm going to be point blank with some of you. I worry about some people that they, seems to never smile. Man, they're always grumpy and always down and out and always. I don't have to get the dipstick out to see. I know. I mean, the evidence is there. You know, when that car starts going, I don't have to look down to, to the gauge to see what's going on. I know it's on empty. In fact, it's beyond empty. It's in the fuse area now. It's just burning off the fuses. You better hurry up and get there. Have you ever given you a run out of gas? Now, that's not going to hardly happen at my house, not with my wife. Man, it starts getting too much below a high. If you, you, know, you got to stop and get gas. I don't care if you're paying $10 a gallon. <laughs> I don't mean nothing. What means something? We don't run out of gas and we got to walk. I wish we'd do the Holy Ghost that way. About a day or two of not feeling it. I start getting up. God, where you at? I want to feel this Holy Ghost. I want to make sure I'm tanked up. I'm your servant. I'm your daughter. But I can't do it by myself. You got to have your anointing on me. You got to have your desired presence walk on me. If I could do this by myself, I wouldn't need you. But I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't be the servant you want me to be with that Holy Ghost of fire burning in my soul and burning in my mind and burning in my spirit and burning everything else out. Man, what time does the fire band live tomorrow? You remember? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. There's no telling how many fires are going to be built tomorrow. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's no telling how much, how many, they may have some, some folks, you know, with gas and diesel. Hallelujah. They could care less about. But man, I'm fixing, I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a month or six weeks. And, you know, some of the law buying folks, some don't wait. <laughs> They paid for it too. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we've waited. Finally, we're waiting now. Hallelujah. But you know what? We're ready to set a fire. But that's the way we need to be a toss of God. Hallelujah. I'm not going to wait on everybody else. Hallelujah. I'm going to get my own fire going. Hallelujah. If I got to rub my feet, you know, get this thing, get the smoking over here. Get the flaming up all of a sudden. Hallelujah. You may start at your feet, but it won't stay there. You just keep blowing on it. And ask God to blow on it. Why? Because I want to be his servant. And God, if you want to use me here, I don't care what everybody else is. Thinking. I ain't worried about everybody else's opinion. I ain't worried about if they like it or don't like it. You're in the house of God and we're supposed to act this way. You're in the house of God and we ought to worship this way. You're in the house of God and we're supposed to be speaking in tongues. You're in the house of God and we're supposed to be praying over you. You're in the house of God and we're supposed to expect the move of God. We didn't get these nice chairs for you to come and sit down and be comfortable in. We got these nice chairs so the visitors come and be comfortable. One service so they'll come back for the second one. Amen. Because after the first one, they won't be interested in sitting down either. I'm rubbing some of you the wrong way, but that's all right. That's just your flesh. 
Your flesh will keep the fire out. Your carnality will keep it from burning. Or you'll spend all of your energy and effort putting out everybody else's fire or going to everybody else's. We want to be the servants that God wants us to be. So when you move over a couple of chapters and we go to the fifth chapter. Beginning of that chapter talks about Naaman, captain of a host. and We've heard this many a times. But, but the second verse said that the Syrians had gone out by companies. And had brought away a captive out of the land. Captives now. They had, they had got them. They, and a little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife. A little maid now. She's going to be a servant. She's a slave to Naaman's wife. That means she's washing her clothes. She's ironing. She's cleaning the floors. She's whatever needs to be done. That's what she's doing. But the thing is, Naaman's a leopard. And there's nobody to help him. But the Bible says this little maid, that we don't even know her name. We don't know how old she is. She could be just 14, 15, 20, 30. I don't know. What's your definition of a little maid? You're talking about statue? Are you talking about age? See, all that doesn't matter. I believe God had the word of God written just like that. So you and I can put ourselves into these places regardless. And so this little maid, amen, is the one that finally voices and says... Amen. She said unto her mistress. She didn't even tell Naaman now. She went to her mistress. Would, would God my Lord were the, the prophets that is in Samaria. For he would recover him of his leprosy. Man she had confidence in the preacher. Now she's in captivity. She's in bondage. She's a, she's a slave. But she didn't lose her confidence in what God could do. She didn't lose her confidence in where to send the man. Hallelujah. A lot of times when we get in difficult times and difficult situations, we get so focused on us that we miss the miracle that God wants us to be a part of right in the midst of that difficult situation and problem that we're in and being used of God and led by the Holy Ghost. We'll, if we're not careful, we'll get so called up about self because we're living in a world about selfies. It's all about us. I'm praying constantly, God, I don't want none of this to be about me. God, if I've taken any credit, please help me. Please help me not to do it. Please help me to repent, God. Please help me humble and and get meek to God. I don't want to be a feet, God. Not any point, at any time, in any area. I don't care if I can out sing everybody in this house. If God didn't want me to sing, I don't want to sing. But amen. Let me say, well, watch this. What if you can't sing like everybody else? But God wants you to sing. But God wants you to sing or God wants you to do something. Well, I'm not good at so-and-so. So big deal. You're not doing it for so-and-so. You're a servant of God. Hallelujah. It's a soul in you. It's a blessing you can touch. It's not about us. It's about God. It's about the power of God. It's about the presence of God in the house. That's what it's all about. Because I'm telling you, you can't have the princes of God on a regular basis in this house. Without babies start to be born. Miracles start happening. Things start unfolding. And some of you that's in the battle of your life right now will find some help. And find some assistance. And find some strength in this house. Amen. To get me out of the mess that I'm in. To get me out of the condition that I'm in. Amen. Because I feel a pulling of God. And a pulling of heaven. Upon my heart, my mind, and my spirit. I feel a power that's greater than what's pulling me away. That's what it's all about. So this little maid. Amen. You know the story and I won't go through the whole chapter. How that finally word got to. And he went to Elijah and he told him. Amen. To go down to, to the Jordan to the river. And there he had to dip seven times. And, 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 and after he left. After he leaves. Because Elijah wouldn't take any of the money. Now let's look at another servant. Gehazi. Another servant. So here we are. We're done on the third servant in just these few verses and places of the scripture. And here's when Gehazi, the servant Elisha, of the man of God, said, Behold, my master had spared Naaman, the Syrian, in not receiving at his hands that which is brought, 
But as the Lord liveth, I will run after him and take somewhat of him. Amen. You know what? Gehazi saw it. He, he began to desire it, began to want it. Man, when you go back and look, there's more power in these eyes than what you think they are. And I'm talking about not to the good. I've mentioned to you a few times. I'm going to mention it again tonight because I, I, I checked myself today and I told God, God, if I've dropped the ball at all, I'm praying over my eyes and praying over the lust of my flesh and the pride of life. You forgive me, God. But I want you to take a walk, amen, around the doors and the gateways of the lust of my eyes and the, and the pride of life and the lust of my flesh. I want you to examine those gateways. I want you to examine the doorposts and make sure it's still settled and there's a rotten rightness under it. It's not decaying around it. Make sure that this door's good and shut and sealed up because you know what? That's the avenue to pull you in places. I know more about what I'm talking about tonight than what you think I know I know about it. I'm telling you lies. Amen. And the devil's using lies to get you in a place and cause you to cross a line that there's no return. All of a sudden there's no return. And that spirit's moving into this county. And that power's moving. I had never heard of it in all my born days. It blowed my mind away. I'm going to tell you it's bothered me. I've asked God why, why, why couldn't we seen it? I can't show you everything because you can't handle it because you're not God. I'm telling you, as a servants of God, we got to get it made up in our minds and made it in my hearts. At whatever cost, God, the price is not too great. Whatever weight I've got to lay down, whatever sacrifices I've got to make, God, I want to be your servant. Wherever you call me, wherever you place me, that's where I want to be. So now, I want to spend a few minutes, amen, hallelujah, right here in just a few scriptures. 1 Corinthians 7 and 20. Let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called. Art thou called being a servant? He questions him. He asks, art thou called being a servant? We don't get the Holy Ghost. To, 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 to allow it to maneuver us in certain positions and places. You receive the Holy Ghost first of all you got to. But second of all that we might become where the Holy Ghost will lead us and guide us. Brother Ford the last two messages he's preached that's what this is all about. About the Holy Ghost helping us. Our infirmities leading us, guiding us, speaking to us, moving upon us. Don't downplay it. Church, amen. Come on, church has got to become your heartbeat. Church has got to become your passion. Church, amen. It should never be a regret. And any, anyone that claims the Holy Ghost, it ought not be any regret to come into the house of God. Well, preacher, you don't know how tired I do. I'm still working 40 hours a week for the most part. And, and Wednesday I spent getting ready for tonight. Saturdays I spent for getting ready for Sunday. I preached Sunday morning, Sunday nights. Back at it on Monday for 10 hours. Oh yeah, I know something about being tired. I know something about the way. And I know something about running the time. But I'm here to tell you, amen. I don't lose my passion of being here. I don't lose my passion of coming to the house of God. I don't have a move of God and a move of the Holy Ghost. Because this is the strength of our lives. This is the joy of our lives. This is the joy I want my grandbabies to know about. This is the peace I want my grandbabies babies to know about it and not just in the house of God I want them to know about it in my house I want them to know about it when we're driving down the road I want to know about it if we're off hunting somewhere hallelujah God using every opportunity we can to, to put inside their hearts put inside their spirit you know why because the world and the devil and the spirit of iniquity is working day and night amen to rob their souls and bar them and rob them of their innocence and if you don't start fighting for them I'll tell you it's going to eat them up Iniquities running, I'm telling you. The power of it. The power and the, the ability to deceive. The ability to disguise itself. The ability to. And so, but Paul's writing said, we're not ignorant of Satan's devices. God help us. God help us not to be ignorant. Help us, God, not to walk into things blind. Help us. Amen. And so... He questions him. Are they called to be a servant or a slave? Care not for it. But if thou mayest be made free. Use it rather. 
So watch what he says now. For he that is called in the Lord, being a servant, is the Lord's free man. I believe this strong enough, and I've done my best to persuade a, a couple, a man that was having a situation, a man that, uh, but I believe God, even when your children may wind up in, in prison, that God can make the best of that situation. They don't have to lose their soul just because they made some bad deals on this earth. But a lot of times that depends on us, amen, as individuals, especially as moms and dads. I'm going to stay faithful to God because I know God will stay faithful to me. And he'll move angels into that place. He can make arrangements and, and moving in places and move them in places, amen, to protect them and keep them out of certain things. This my God can. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God can erase things off of records. God can open up doors that no man can open. God can close doors that no man can close. I believe that. Literally, I believe that. God can prepare a fish to swallow a man. God can prepare anything I need. Hallelujah. God and my babies I need. If I'll make the prayer, if I'll pay the price, if I'll be the servant, if I'll do it without mumbling, if I'll do it without complaining, if I won't be looking, I won't be looking at somebody. Well, God, they're not having to go through it. So that don't mean nothing. That don't mean a thing. It don't matter what this is doing and what that one's doing. God, I want to be the servant you want me to be. I want to walk the path you want me to walk. I want to do the work you want me to do. Because if they're all doing it, then you don't need me to do it. That's being a servant. Everybody's got a cross. Everybody's cross is not just the same. But you got the promise that God wouldn't put on you more than you can bear. God, God won't put it on you. When God calls you, He'll equip us, He'll anoint us, He'll help us. Amen. And He's not going to fail this generation. He's not going to fail this hour and this day. Regardless of how evil and wicked it's becoming. I'm telling you, God's not going to fail the church. Praise God. Hallelujah. 1 Timothy 6, 6 and 1 through 6. That as many servants that are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor. You're under a, a, a master. You're, you're yoked to him. And that the name of God, listen to it. That the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. And they that have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren. Don't despise that one. God bless them and they're rich and amen. And you become a servant unto them. You ought to be the, you most, ought, ought to be the most loyal, dedicated servant they got if you got the Holy Ghost. And that's with a, that's with a master or with a, 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 it's a brother. It's got the Holy Ghost. Boy, it would be one thing if they stopped there, wouldn't it? <laughs> but if any man... T- Let me back back up. Let them not despise him because they are brethren, but rather a man to them service because they are faithful and beloved and partakers of the benefits. These things teach and exhort. If any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the doctrines which is according to godliness. I'm going to bypass some of those scriptures. Let's go to Peter. Let's go to uh, the Apostle Peter. And I'll probably let this wind it up at say 30 now. I was going to do my best. First Peter 2 and 13. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake. Listen to that. Submit yourself to every ordinance. This conversation, I've got some that throws me under the bus. <laughs> we get up there and they get talking about deer hunting. They get talking about shooting at night. And they get talking about all that stuff. I got some that said, you don't go to the first Jesus name church and do that. That preacher preaching hell. <laughs> we can't do that. <laughs> What's this scripture say? If you make it a habit getting in that automobile, running 80 and 90 and think you're, you're exempt from the law and things of that nature, you're not going to get no mercy from me. And if I knew the highway patrolmen and I knew you've done it, I wouldn't call them and tell them, right, tear it up. There's a reason for that speed limit. We're not the only one on the road. There's some innocent somebody coming from the other direction. 
That when you're running all the time at 80 and 90 and coming around the curves on the wrong side or over in the middle of it, hallelujah, and all of a sudden you've got a fender bender or possibly a crash or possibly a killing. Come on, we've had two or three head-on collisions in this county in just the last few weeks. We got, amen, Sister Ke- Ke- uh, Sister uh, Gina's sister Keisha, amen. I don't know if she's got to come home yet or not, but if you'd have seen the picture of that foot, if you'd have seen the body, amen, and the condition that's in, hallelujah. And it's, again, it's just a 16-year-old, and he got over, but he didn't have license, he didn't have insurance. Now they got to struggle with that. Hallelujah. But you know what? It could be prevented. It could be prevented. And that's the deal about it. You know what? There's a lot of things as servants of God. Hallelujah. There's some things that could be prevented. Hallelujah. If we get our heads up out of the sand. If we get our ears tuned into God. Get our eyes on Jesus Christ. Put our nose in the Word of God. And saying, you know what? I want to be a Christian above everything else. Hallelujah. I don't care what my darlings are this and my darlings that. I want to be a servant of Jesus. I want to be a soul winner. I want to be a barrier. I want to be a true worshiper. It's not about me. And I'm not going to just sit back and wait, amen, until something blows my hair back before I move for God either. Oh, Lord, help me here. Don't you just love it when you get on a job, man? You're the ones that finally you get in there and you figure it out. Man, it took you half a day and you got it all going and all this stuff. And then somebody else comes jumping in the last little bit and, and do it, you know, drive it two or three nails in and all that. Somebody comes walking up and, boy, y'all done a good job. Yeah, yeah boy, we really did, man. You look what we've done. <laughs> well, I think you'll say something on me. I ought not say probably, but I'm going to say it. Come, got early here and prayed and studied done. So I went home, got on that tractor. I said, man, because the roads hadn't been bushhogged on, you know, down, anyway, down the part that we hunt. And so I got on, I said, man, I got out there and got to go. And I went around a curve or two. And there, there, was, a, there was one of the other hunters. And he walked up to me. He said, man, I was wondering how long y'all was going to get this thing bushhogged. I said, y'all? Where's a y'all at? <laughs> Ain't never been a y'all. <laughs> He says, I know the feeling. He said, it used to be 12 of us planting these grass patches. He said, it's three of us now. And I have a feeling two of them's pretty up in age. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're living in a world today. Amen. They want the roads bushhogged. They want the flesh planted. They want the bugs out there. But they don't want to show up until deer season opens up. And they want you to make sure you know exactly where they're supposed to go. Stand behind this tree. He's going to run down that trail. He's going to run over you if you don't kill it. I'm just telling you like it is. Hallelujah. That's the same way we'll do church. We'll sit back and wait and come dragging in. Expect everybody to sing the right songs. Expect everybody to be anointed. Expect the preacher to preach everything down. Expect God to show up and do great marvelous things. We had knocked on this door. We had called to him. We had asked him what we could do for him in three days. I'm talking to us in the Holy Ghost tonight. Hallelujah. We had not no, we had no time to call him. We had no time to knock on his door. We had not no time to call on him. We're so busy doing our own thing. Boy, I'm rubbing something wrong tonight. God have mercy. Be a servant, man. I'm a servant. I'm a servant on Monday as well as I am on a Sunday. I got to be. It doesn't matter who walks in that store. I don't care if there's as queer as a $3 bill. I got an obligation and responsibility on that other side. That counter to handle him like a customer. Now, if he wants to get stupid or something like that and want to, you know, reach and grab me or something like that, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay hands on him. Not, and I won't do it that way, but I will lay hands on him. <laughs> We're going to pray you through or out. Hallelujah. You can either pray through and we'll take your money or you can leave and we don't need your money. Hallelujah. You can have it either way you want it. Hallelujah. There are some lines that you can draw, but it better be for the gospel. It better be for Jesus Christ. It better not be my own preference. It better not be my own candy stick. It better be about God. Because if it's about God, they can throw you in prison, but it don't stop you from working for God. They throw Paul in prison time after time. But as a servant of God, he just kept writing. As a servant of God, he just kept witnessing. As a servant of God, he didn't murmur. He didn't complain. And God God never forsaked him and God never left him. Every time they throwed him in prison, he never left Joseph either. Honey, amen. He never left him. Hallelujah. The Lord says time and time in the screen. And the Lord was with him. And the Lord was with him. And the Lord was with him. Just because you get in a, in a difficult time, in a difficult situation, it doesn't mean that God forsaken you. He's just using you as a servant. Amen. And God's with you to bring you out on the other side. Let the rest of this world know I don't have to be that. That's what being a servant of God's all about. Amen. So as we watch this, hallelujah.
He says, submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake. Not for your own. Not for the sake of not getting a ticket. I've heard some guys, man, work all year and save up money to pay tickets because they're going to get out in the middle of that blacktop and shoot them deer and they go across it. I tell that game warden, hey, ride it. I don't care. I've worked. I got the money, man. I'm ready. But here's the problem with that. What will that do for my witnessing deal? Oh, yeah, that's that preacher man that stands out in the middle of the blacktop when we went by the other day holding up a rifle. We was, ah, we're going to shoot Well, I'm sorry. Deer season's open Saturday, so I'm just getting everybody ready. I tell you what, I don't want nobody saying that bunch of Jesus' name church down there. They are going up to holy rollers, but I tell you what, when it comes to deer hunting, they, they lay it aside. Come on now. Hallelujah. We don't pick our stands. God help me here. <laughs> Hallelujah. We don't pick our spots. We don't do none of that. We're not selfish. We get just as happy over the one next to us shooting it as well as we do. I tell some of you had never deer hunted. Well, let me take you shopping. <laughs> let me take you shopping then. Amen. They got the specials on and there's two left. And three's there to grab it. And you're just a little late. And they grab it. But you try to grab it too. And especially some of these ladies, you know, it's got a little extra, you know, with them. Hallelujah. Kind of, kind of bump you just a little bit. And you, <laughs> and you find yourself rolling down the aisle. Hallelujah. You're going to get up and be Christ-like. Or you're going to get up and hallelujah say, hmm. Hallelujah. See, I get to your place if you want me to. Hallelujah. It could be just your little baby. Hallelujah. You didn't show up for anybody else's birthdays. And you didn't show up for this or show up for that. Hallelujah. But all of a sudden, it's your baby. You think everybody ought to come out and party. You think everybody ought to come up and pray. You think everybody ought to respond. And everybody ought to be friendly. And everybody ought to be this. But you never took the time to speak to nobody. When you walked out, hey, I'm trying to preach to you. We're servants of God in the church and outside the church. We're servants of God at all times. In the whole situations we're servants and we're obligated to him not to man we're obligated him unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well for so is the will of God man this is the will of God and we and with well doing it may be put to silence the ignorance of foolish men you can just muzzle their mouths. Oh, I've had them tell me. Oh, you'd shoot it. That big old buck come out there. And all. I've had a few tell them, said, no, he won't. Because we watched him a few years ago. Watch one with horns about that high, about that wide. Lay in his backyard and he never shot it. And you know what? Nobody else is if I'm there. You better do it. And you better do it in secret. You better not tell nobody. Because I'm going to pray God whip your heart if I find out. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Hallelujah. Amen. If I'm not going to do it. Hallelujah. My son's not going to do it. My daddy didn't do it. My brothers didn't do it. I visit my neighbor that did it. When I got through with him, he threw away the horns and he didn't do it no more. Hallelujah. You know why? There's some traditions you just don't let it come in. If you start bound out, I don't care whose son-in-law it is. It doesn't matter whose brother he is. It doesn't matter how petty. You know where he, you know, he's never got to do. He's never. We still do it law abiding. We want them to come in law abiding. We want them to come in our land. Amen. Obeying the land. Obeying the laws. Then you know what? As a servant of God, I got a mandate to obey the law of God. I got a mandate to obey the Holy Ghost. At whatever cost. Whatever I got to receive. Whatever whipping I got to receive. I got to obey the Holy Ghost. We got to obey it. We got to love it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. He goes on. He says. Amen. As free. As free. Folks we've been. We're free. We're delivered man. We're not in bondage tonight. Not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness. That's a cover up. You know, God never wants his gifts to use to judge people. It's in there. 
God's word takes care of all that. I'm going to leave that. I'm going to march on. Praise God. But as a servants of God, honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Servants, be subject to your masters with all fear or reverence. Not only to do the good and gentle. Here we go. This is what I was talking about a while ago. Not only to the good and gentle, but also to the forward. In other words, those that's difficult to deal with. Those that's contrary. Those that don't, you can't seem to satisfy and make happy. But we got an obligation and a responsibility as a servant of God. Amen. To be just as faithful and just as loyal to them. You know what? You may not change him, but you'll see the guys around you. and See how you respond and how you handle it. They'll look at you and say, you know what? Hey, look, he's got something I need. He's got something. Something abiding and flowing out of him that I need. Hallelujah. I didn't come. As we learned Sunday morning. We didn't come to conquer the world. But if I can just conquer myself. If I can bring up what is temperance. The fruits of the Holy Ghost. It's self-control. And you know a lot of people say. Well I just couldn't help myself. Really that's a cop out. Really it really is. Hallelujah. Because if we pray and say we'll be up to God. And let God help us. And if God's helping us. You know what? We can do it God's way. We can always do it God's way. But it's hinges upon. You know what? I'm going to do it God's way. I'm going to get up every morning in prayer and supplication and do what God wants me to do. I'm not going to let the flesh, I'm not going to let the carnality, I'm not going to let the spirits of the world, amen, dictate and control me. I'm not going to let the luring powers of the enemy. I'm going to give myself to Jesus Christ. I'm going to love Him and worship and serve Him all the days of my life. We sung it tonight. I want to be serve Him all the days. The good, amen, I want to serve Him. In the bad, I want to serve Him. I want to love Him and worship Him when I'm up. I want to love and worship Him when I'm down. Hallelujah, regardless of what direction in right direction he sends us in. We want to be a church that's going to be faithful. We want to be a church that's going to be committed. We don't want a criticizing spirit. I'm telling you, a criticizing spirit's got all of this world. I don't want no part of always criticizing. You can stand. I, I know I'm going. Hallelujah. For this is thankworthy. That thinkworthy actually means approved or acceptable. If a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering, and wrongdoing. Sometimes he wants us to just take it. Sometimes he wants us to just watch this. I, I, I said I'm through. I got you standing, but I'm going to finish these verses. Watch this. For what glory is it? If when he be buffeted of your faults, he shall take it patiently. But if when he do well and suffer for it, he take it patiently. This is acceptable with God. There's, there's the key. What's our attitude sometimes when we, you know, I didn't do that. Fix her tail, I fix her hey. Oh, sir. Sometimes God just wants us to take it. Just keep her mouth shut and say, Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. It might be. Just go on about your business. See, now we're walking where the leather meets the road, where we live and what we're subject to. Have to face. So here's the real, real, the real pudding. <laughs> For even here unto were he called. We was called for this. We was called for this purpose. It's not God's will for us to lose our tempers and just blow everybody. Because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Who, when he was reviled, when he was insulted, reviled not against, not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously. He just left it in the hands of God. I'm 
telling you to pay off. Sometimes we'll just take it and leave it in the hands of God and let God work it out. Let God work it out. <laughs> Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. For you were as sheep going astray but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of our souls. I've got the second part. I'm going to quit. I don't want to do you. Church, I want us to be, and I'm not saying we're not, but I'm going to tell you something. To be a servant of God, there's a lot to it. And we're living in a world that needs some servants of God to be examples and follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. We're living in a world today that it's almost like everybody's sitting on some powder keg. Can I tell it what you said about Taylor? Taylor, I wasn't there because I don't remember this. But anyway, Taylor, you know, other places, anyway, he had talked and done things. And, hey, but anyway, he was unloading the truck one day. Coming with forklift, it was a hardware truck and had the hardware on it with the pallet. And, you know, the holes and whatever. Anyway, it dumped out. But Taylor, if I heard him cuss, it was very little. But anyway, this particular time, son, he, he come unglued. <laughs> I mean, he got beside himself. Finally, Brother Brennan was there. He said, hey, 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 whoa, 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 wait. He said, that ain't going to help a thing. That ain't going to do nothing. Said, nobody's got hurt. Everybody's fine. Said, we're just going to pick this stuff up. It's going to be all right. We're going to get in the store. So after about an hour or so, getting the stuff in and putting it all up, Taylor looks over at Brother Brandon. He said, you know what? He said, a year ago, he said, I'd have got my car and I'd have went home. We was working on him. He was seeing a light, seeing some help. He knew there was something. In fact, we were so close at times. He was the one I talked about that come in that door, that office one day, and talked about the gospel. And I, I not mean, but I just, I just laid it out there for him. I asked him. I said, "What is the gospel?" He couldn't answer me. I knew I'd caught him kind of. I said, "Taylor, not." I, I laid it out there: repentance, baptism, the whole just. I could tell son of light went off. And here comes somebody in. And oh, I wish that was one time I had a lock on the door. <laughs> Amen. He gave us a few more minutes. So you just never know. You just don't never know. But God knows. God knows. Don't miss opportunities. You just never know. And you have to leave the rest in God. But you and I have got to be determined, saying, God, if you'll help me for your sake, for your glory, because it's not about me, but it's about souls. It's about witnessing to them. It's about uh, the hand of God. I'm, I'm going to say this about Taylor. And Brother Keith, thank you for standing in for the Manning family tonight. Man, in case some of you don't know, he, he, he left us Monday night. Man, now, they're putting out there that he suicide, but it's not quite like that. He didn't have a suicidal spirit at all. In fact, he was looking so forward they was going to leave Saturday going to Tennessee. But he got caught up in something, and it cost him. And it cost him his life. It's one of the reasons I preach I guess so hard tonight, because I've realized from Monday night the power of lust and in the right moment in the right situation it can cost you church you might think I'm kidding tonight but I'm not better get your mind made up if you're dabbling and dabbling with, with the lust of any form or whatever I'm telling you the spirit of iniquity is working overtime. 
And you're going to start to see them leaving this country in a, in a way that you never dreamed, that never crossed your mind. I'm trying to help us. I'm not trying to scare us. I'm just telling you we're in a warfare. And the only way we're going to get out of this thing is to be the servant that God wants us to be. He's the protector. How many has been praying, God, put a hedge around me? Protect me, God. Protect my family. Protect them on the road. I've added about everybody to my little list on this road. I've realized how many, especially the VFP bunch and those, it's miles upon miles upon that road. Some of you be laying on the road going. I know it's getting late. I, I know it. But at the same time, church, let's pray. Let's, let's pray for one another. Thank you. We got some young brothers, Brother Tyler, Brother Justin, coming to join us. So, you know what? We're up to four. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. You just never know. And I know everybody can't come. I understand that. But please, somewhere during the night or day, take some time to pray. Don't, don't just fool the day and the night away and never get in a prayer closet, never get in prayer. You've got to pray. I can pray for you, but I can't do your praying. You've got to do it. And so let's do it. We love you tonight. I'm just going to let you be dismissed. We love you and appreciate you. Uh, remember the Manning family. They will have his wake and funeral Friday at the Shady Grove. It starts, the wake starts at 1. Funeral will be at 2. So let's pray that God's hand will be with them. Pray for all that's going to be involved and uh, to minister to help them in this hour. Okay? Love you. Appreciate you. Any other announcements? Don't forget next week. It'll be a Tuesday night, testimony night. Tuesday night, testimony night. Okay? Amen. Those who know what it is. Uh, we didn't do it last year. Brother Byron's telling me we didn't do it last year. Maybe we had a preacher or something. I don't remember. But anyway, praise God. Unless something happens, you know, somebody calls or something. If not, then Tuesday, Tuesday night. Okay? Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you.